Podcast. Podcast. Co-host to know when we're starting. We just start. Um, I'm just gonna. Are you gonna mix yours? No, I'm. Gonna, I don't. I don't drink that much, friend. Oh. I, the only time I drink a lot is when I'm on a date with somebody that I like and might sleep with. Oh. Yeah. I was gonna think if you said if somebody you don't like, because then you no, can no, because I have more fun. Makes me randy. Oh, it makes your um your pussy friendly. It's called. I call them. What do they call them in, in London? Uh, fanny flutters. Oh. Yeah, alcohol gives me fanny flutters. I'm unfamiliar with fanny flutters, actually. That's the reason why. Oh, for those of you who are watching the show, you're going to notice that the <laughs> camera, <laughs> Lou just got distracted. Uh, so the thing about being in a studio, guys, and I'm looking right at the camera, studios are very, very expensive. And our good friend, uh, Jeffrey Smith, was going to call out sick today. Um, and did not realize that if he called out sick, we were going to do the show with or without him because studios are very expensive. So he said, the hell you won't. <laughs> <laughs> so he is currently on his deathbed, uh, crawling into some clothes and Ubering over here. En route. Uh, he's en route because the idea that we were going to do the show without him um, bothered him so much that he decided to uh, wrap himself up and come up. So Should we drink every time he says he's sick? Oh, God. So we have a joke, guys. <laughs> A lot of men, and we don't say this to be gender warzy, it's just something that we've noticed for several decades. When women are sick and bleeding and have a leg that's about to fall off, they're expected to like to still go to work, put in a tampon, take some Tylenol, keep it pushing. When men, in this case specifically Jeff, are sick or tired, they announce it every 10 minutes. What time is it? I'm sick. <laughs> How was your day? Because you know I'm sick. <laughs> so. so let's just see. It's funny he's not here. So he's not here for this. If he doesn't do it, maybe we'll just spell. That's true. Maybe it's not really a thing. No, it's definitely a thing. I know. There's like seven episodes of me saying, Jeff, we know you're sick. Okay, so we're going to not drink Lulu. So we can't drink okay. nothing. Okay, okay. We are not allowed to drink anything until at some point Jeffrey Smith Jr. mentions being sick or tired or some other ailment yes. that, that we normally would just push through and keep it pushing. <laughs> this is a social experiment. This is a social experiment. I love that this is happening. Yeah, don't, don't tell anybody. Like, we're Don't gonna, tell nobody. I mean, okay. I'm not sure Jeff, Jeff watches the show. He might never know. <laughs> I'm not sure he watches the show. <laughs> Jeff acts like, he's like, oh, look, I'm just happy to be here. Right. <laughs> like, I could just came to dance. That's I just it. came to have me a good time. All right, so we're not going to drink yet because we're waiting. We're going to wait. We do have some bottled water and some non-alcoholic beverages for Jeffrey because of his uh, stomach ailments. We hope he's okay. Yes. Um, but this just goes to show you guys, for everybody who wants to podcast, podcasting is like working at the post office, or in Lulu's words, it's like having a regular job. <laughs> <laughs> People expect you to show up even if you're having a bad day, sometimes even when you're sick, right? Because we didn't have an episode this week um, because there was lots of scheduling kerfuffle happening. Yeah, it's the holidays. So. It's the holidays, you guys. We're sorry that we didn't have a Tuesday episode. I got a lot of DMs like, where's the thing? We're, wait <laughs> we're waiting for the thing. First of all, it's called a show. It's not a thing. <laughs> so we're going to uh, jump right in while we still have time. What time is it? Jeff is supposed to be here any second. Any second. Ooh, I want to see how long it takes us to drink. You want to do a bet? How long do you think it's going to be? Five minutes, two minutes, 20 minutes? I say, I will guess seven minutes. You think he's gonna go seven minutes? How many you say? Whoever gets um, whoever gets closest. I ain't got no more money left after I book the studio. Okay, whoever gets closest <laughs> has to um give a, a pat on the back. You're far. Okay. No, not right now. Okay, so we're gonna see who wins. Lulu's saying seven minutes. I say three. Okay. Yeah. So, and producer, take a, you know, take a look, see, and see. Let us know who's Let closest. us know who's closest. I, but you know I'm going to keep my eye on him. Like, right. hey, friend. You should start the clock. Like, Watch him walk, walk in, and the first thing he says is, oh, I'm sorry. You know I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry. Watch that. Watch that. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. We're going to start the show, you guys. This is so fun. Here we go. All right. I really wanted to drink something, though, so damn, I should have done it before we did this. Like I did. No, Lulu took it to the head. She chugged half her drink. Not half. Pause. Lulu, you chugged about two inches of that and three inches of that. Well, when she said two inches of that, that I want everyone to know. That was a chaser. That was a non-alcoholic. No, it's an alcoholic chaser. Oh. We mixed alcohol with alcohol, friend. Dang. That's why I was like, damn, Lulu, you a G. I thought it was regular juice. No, no, no. This is a Greyhound. Dang. (laughs) It's vodka, grapefruit, lime, and seltzer. (laughs) So you chased uh, rum with vodka. This is the kind of show it's about to be, guys. No one, no one told me. It's a okay. special two-part episode of Human Eyes. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> let's, let's see if we can make it. We have a new producer working with us. Shout out to Kaden. Shout out to Kaden. Whoop whoop. AKA biracial Kaden. Yada yada. <laughs> and I try to guess Kaden's waiting. So Lulu, you can tell Lulu has brothers and that she's used to just squaring up on men <laughs> because she rolled up on Kaden. This is the first time we've ever used him as a producer and said, "How tall are you?" He was like 5'11". Can I get your he weight? He said six feet, right, Katie? He said six feet at first and your eyebrow went up and, you, and then he said 5'11". <laughs> because you gave him the <laughs> Negro, I'm 5'10", so tread lightly. <laughs> and then so after she gave him the look, she said, can I guess your weight? And he looked at her like, nice to meet you, random bitch. Like, what's going on? <laughs> he was very gracious about it. He was it. very gracious. I was he scared. He could have been like, bitch. Lulu, you looked like you were about to pounce with him. And she was like, I wasn't. I just was like. <laughs> and then you said, can, is... I, can, I, can I touch you? <laughs> can I just? Because I want to consent. You did ask for consent. I asked for but consent. But why are we asking for consent on site? We just met him. <laughs> she said, can I, can Because I, I wanted to touch him, but I didn't want to. To guess his weight. No, I, I did that after because I was wildly wrong. Yeah, you were off. You were, so I was like really wrong about what I said. And so I was like, oh, you hiding someone in these clothes. And then and then she said, can I touch you? And, and Kaden said, uh, sure. Kaden, I just want you to know. You're not getting no extra money for this. I, I want you to know, Kaden, uh, that she grew up around lots of sports. And that's why that happened. My toxic trait is I, I be <laughs> trying to get men's weight. No, well, like, I just be trying to size people up just to see, like, if I could. But you literally sized them up. I did. I've never seen somebody literally size someone up. But the the reason why it was because I don't, I don't want to say anything offensive, but he was so thin that I was like, huh? Like, I was really wondering, like, but you thought how he weighed he more than than he did. I did. Mm-hmm. I really did. So you know, look at you, Kaden. You with your broad shoulders, you're doing good. You out do here. have broad shoulders. We've talked about this. We don't do we don't do body shaming on the show. We do do honesty. Yes. So please recognize that anything that we say is going to be our thoughts. We have a thing where we say that we personally, Lulu and I, we're not talking about anybody else. We're not attracted to um, men with sloping shoulders and hips. Yes. But there are lots of men with sloping shoulders. There are and lots of them, and and also being thin doesn't mean that you don't have um, broad shoulders or True. shoulders. And I think that's a misconception. Jeffrey, read and- your text. Jeffrey's Jeffrey's knocking as if he didn't get a text telling him how to <laughs> enter the room. <laughs> I think he's joined us. It is now quarter past the hour. Yeah. Um, we're gonna keep talking because he got a, he got text instructions. So I don't know why he's not walking in. Yeah. So back to shoulders. It's it's very important. Like it's important to have shoulders. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's, is it a genetic thing or I don't know. Cause Katie got shoulders. Walk in, Jeffrey. <laughs> Lord, we've been texting you. Walk in. <laughs> 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 
So what we were saying is uh, the show's going, so everything you're saying can be heard, love. Yeah. Um, I don't want to kink shame, not kink shame. I was thinking about something else. I don't want to body shame mm-hmm. men, but I will say, though, that a lot of times when, read the, read the text, Jeffrey. The text tell you everything you, you're about to ask us. Um, your hair looks lovely. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure, love. The show point, is going. It's going. Um, no, I don't actually. Let's change the topic because Jeffrey is joining us. We want to make sure that he can join, so you can walk through friends. And he's walking through with Pedialyte. We're his cut for, for his Pedialyte. Make sure your, your, your headphones are on immediately to make up for the time and put the mic next to your mouth. Pause. Thank we, we, God we, for we, drugs. We've been pausing a lot. Why is it thank God for drugs? Prescribed. <laughs> Prescribed drugs. Is it? Yes. Is it because you've been sick? <laughs> <laughs> no. Put the mic Ooh. to your mouth, friend. Yes, I'm glad I'm here. We're, We're glad you're here. We're too. glad you're here too. And so we need a glass for you. Hand him his glass for his Pedialyte. Yes. To this one. He's a, glass. Okay, plastic. Don't do that. You're Don't right. Do you that. Got, you I got brought some... y'all real crystal last time. Oh, okay, okay. Not you showing up 15 minutes late and having feedback about the Cubs. <laughs> this is the most black people, okay? I'm not going to use the N-word on this episode because we're in the studio. We try to be classy. Right, right, Kaden. We classy. We Kaden. That's biracial Kaden, our new producer. Right. Uh, Lulu, hey, Lulu already asked for consent to touch him, so that was interesting. You missed that part. You have to, you have to watch the episode to see what you The way that this show goes. The way that this show goes. <laughs> Um, make sure that we can hear you. Say say hello, guys. Hi there. Apologies about my tardiness. Oh, we we love it, Jeffrey. We love that you made it. Uh, we were talking about how we said we were going to do the show without you, and it was like uh, the fuck you're not. <laughs> you, so Lulu has you know, a theory. Outside of one one person, Lutasha submitted a name I don't know, but it sounded real ugly. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, real ugly. Let, let me tell you what <laughs> and happened. Lutasha know how I feel about real ugly. So, so let me <laughs> explain to you what happened. We said because the thing is, we pay for the studio, so the money's been spent. So I was going, even if it was me doing hand puppets, we were going to do an episode today. So when Jeffrey said he was sick and Lulu called and said, oh, I have some suggestions, several, she had several suggestions, she had a whole lineup of people who could come and fill for him. I was like, oh, this is cool because if he's sick and we're going to do the show anyways, he doesn't have to feel guilty. Well, apparently after I called Jeffrey and said, hey, it's it's cool, friend, and we can do the show without you, we have a whole list of names. (laughs) I said, excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) One one of them I was fine with because I was like, you know, if Fred could come in here, that would have been fine. (laughs) But she said, and also, I said... I don't, I don't. I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. He said, "I don't know her." Mm-mm. You gonna have another queer coming here trying to doubt I mean, my it's, audience? <laughs> it's, it's five of us here today. Well, okay. Oh, okay. You got okay. me. You got Lou. You got Blue and them titties. <laughs> oh my heavens! <laughs> they are out. <laughs> <laughs> what? For those who are watching, the drugs are kicking in, guys. (laughs) The drugs are kicking in. We have been pushing for them for how many episodes now? Oh my heavens! (laughs) They're not even out. They're in. Ish. No, the camera is only showing half my boobs. Uh, <laughs> it's only showing the top half. Uh, I think it's pan too high. You, you know what? <laughs> Agree. <laughs> I'm with you, Jeff. We need to figure out this thirst trap because thanks to y'all, I'm getting harassed. Okay. People are hitting me up like, well, this is not a thirst trap. This is not a thirst trap. I need y'all to know well, that I was dared, okay? I did not say I, was, I would succeed. I said I would try. I don't know how to do a thirst trap, guys. And I think that this might just be a blind spot. Maybe it's part of my disability. No, I think that I, I understand not knowing how to do a thirst trap because yeah. no one knows how to do a thirst trap better than a gay man. That's very true. So ask for help. Like, you know, Lou, you have say? done some thirst traps. You've done some thirst because traps. Because of your help. She said exhibit A because the gay men have <laughs> right. told me. Because of your help. Like, Dang, y'all got liquor right there. I'm so mad. Oh, yeah, no, we got liquor. Uh, we do. 
Are you sad that you can't have no liquor? I'm very sad. I cannot partake. I mean, Why can't you partake of any liquor? I just got out the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I was Four on a, minutes. Damn, it's in between. <laughs> I, I was on, huh? We had a dare about how long it would take for you for, for, for you being sick to come up. It was four minutes. Oh, well, you asked why. <laughs> you I was in the ask. hospital. It's a podcast. Up, I know, but I wanted it to come up organically. Which is a podcast. It's, it's kind of hard. The man is boning. <laughs> <laughs> he walked in like, oh, here's my Pedialyte. But the he, audience wants to know. It's crazy because I feel like he looks really handsome. You really do look good. Oh, if I was going to show up, I was going to clean up now. Hold <laughs> yeah, on. So, Jeff, let me get this straight. Hold you on. were on your deathbed earlier. Now you look handsome. Your I hair's spoke, freshly laid. That's what I'm saying. Let me tell y'all. Like, let me tell y'all. I spoke to Lutasha twice today. So, I called Lutasha to fill her in because rewind about five or so years ago. This happened. I had it's What's called this? it's called colitis. Colitis. It's okay. an infection in the uh, I'm sorry, inflammation like lower stomach region or whatever. Something I ate. Being you know me, always got to try some shit. You eat like a fat girl. Exactly. Something mm-hmm. that I ate. Um. So I got home Wednesday and literally 5:30 p.m. I felt like somebody was repeatedly stabbing me in my stomach. Oh. It made no sense. So at first, you know, I'm just oh, like, wow. first I'm like, I'm a man. It's going to pass. Arr, I'll <laughs> be okay. That's how you respond. I'm a man. But no, so I'm like, it's going to pay. It hurts, but it's going to pass. Um, by nine o'clock, I was on my bathroom floor hugging my little home goods oh, wow. trash mm-hmm. bin that's literally like this big. Uh-huh. Hugging that trash bin, vomiting. The stabbing would not stop. So I said, mm-hmm. okay, let me get some Pepto-Bismol. So I got some Pepto-Bismol. I get in the bed, still in pain, but I'm like, I know about it. Because I'm, I'm not going to the hospital. That sounds like a lot of paperwork. It does. It, you know, I know, unfortunately, our community, we have, you know, a lot of, we don't go to the hospital when we should. <laughs> so I was just like, it's by the morning, I will be fine. Let me just drink some water. I ain't putting nothing. Ginger ale, because also my friend on the phone was like. Black <laughs> folks love to drink ginger ale, thinking oh, it's here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. So, Because obviously I can't leave the house, so I instacart some ginger ale It's uh, not to medication, my black people. It's not medication. Somebody stole my ginger ale. <gasps> wow! Because I could not get up to answer the door because I'm in pain, so I couldn't answer the door. So I told the um, the Instacarter to leave it outside. He sent me the photo too that he left it outside my door. By the time I was actually able, because I kept having like these little reprieves in between, so by the time I was actually able to get up and go to the door and get it, it was nothing out there. How long did it take you if you had to guess? Um. Well, I kind of fell asleep. Ballpark, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pivot. Because it, no, listen, no, I was pivot. in pain, and so the fact that it stopped, I just fell asleep. No, we're gonna pivot. But no more. But honestly, pivot. I wasn't. It was probably forty five minutes. Honestly, maybe forty five. Wow, minutes. that's significant. Yeah, but right outside, like right, right literally at my door. Yeah, front door. My front door. Not not yeah, downstairs that's... at the oh, lobby. Oh, the front door of your apartment. My yeah. apartment door. Yeah. Oh no, you're, you need a ring light. I'm yeah. One of your neighbors ain't shit. So yeah, I got mad, but I just reordered that one. Showed up. I answered the door this time. No, I would get a ring light and rue the day of whoever stole my ginger. Because when the ginger ale is at your door, that means you're sick. Yes, but let me tell you, you when I finally did not sleep that night, I was literally up every 30 minutes in pain, up every 30 minutes in pain. Finally, at 6 a.m., I'm on the phone with my friend Marcus, who's in Philly, so it's 9 a.m. He's like, okay, friend, you need to go to the hospital. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to the hospital. He's like, okay, well, just stay in pain. <laughs> He's like, what do you so do? So long story short, because we want to make sure that this hour is not all about the emergency room. You went to the hospital. <laughs> you were on your deathbed. Yes, went to the hospital. Who they threatened you me, with replacement. Jacked me full of morphine. <laughs> let me tell you. Ooh, the good drugs. I need I that. Trying to be helpful. I need that at a Walgreens ASAP. No, honey, because there's there's addiction <sighs> Damn. issues. You can't yeah. have morphine was great. Morphine so now, is great. So now, fast forward to today. I'm still a lot of pain going on, but I call Lou because it happened like five years ago. And for some reason, it didn't, it didn't pop up in my mind that that's what it was. What did you mean five happened. years ago? 
Uh, I don't remember. Probably seafood. But I was the one who took him like to the hospital last time. Lou was at the house with me, watching me. Like I was, I it, was so scared. It like, was, yeah, because I never seen him like that. But like, when she called me this morning, he was in a bun, old messy bun, ratty, and everything. I'm gonna tell you, the minute you texted me, and I was at the the rap shit uh, screening yesterday. And I was like, oh, Jeff is texting me. Yeah. It's too oh, loud. Oh, I called you, yeah. Yeah, you called me, but it was too loud for me to hear you. So, I, you know, people who pick up phone calls at parties, I always think that's weird. You can't hear anybody. Yeah. So I was like, well, I can't hear him. I can't pick up. And then I texted you like, hey, I'm home. My bad. I was asleep by the time that came. I yeah. figured. But then this morning I was like, oh, today's the day of the show. He's about to call out sick. And I, that was my first thought. He's about to call out sick. And yeah. my thought is we, I paid a, several hundreds of dollars. The show is going to have to go on. I guess we're going to do it without Jeff. And the only thing I could think, I was like, I'm just glad that Lou saw it last time. So she like, Blue, if he don't show up, like, he was really No, no, like, but here's the thing, guys. I don't ever need, like, the theatrics of I'm not a liar. It's more so I'm I'm going straight to solution space. Yeah. yeah. As a producer, I don't, like, no, not, no offense, I don't care. How do we fix it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it was like, I didn't have to believe you. Even if you had lied, the show still had to go on. I, I was just stunned by you being here. I friend. literally told myself, I said, no, I'm going I to fulfill my commitments. Because last night, like I told you, I had a dinner. <laughs> I showed up to this dinner last night. I cooked. I could not stay to finish it. I served the food and I had to leave because I was in pain. But then when Lou, uh, no, after I talked to you, Blue, I was like, I'm going to make this happen. So I just started twisting my hair, twisting my hair. And then I FaceTimed Lou Wait, again. You, you did your hair this afternoon? Uh, I started it probably when I was on the phone with you. That, okay, this is to show you how vanity works. <laughs> you are in the emergency room. You're getting stabbing pains in your you, stomach. You find out another uh, glittery gay might be taking your place. I don't know if he's glittery. I don't know who it was. You're right. just, just the threat of a... Oh, it don't matter. Just the threat of another matter. man in your chair. The first thing you thought was, I need to moisturize and start twisting my hair. He came up in here like a bad bitch. You came out here like you look like you about to go right. on a date. Right. Okay, so we are going to pivot, though, because that was a long... Uh, what did I tell you? Did I not tell you? I, I feel like you probed him a little bit. No, 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 no. That's a natural conversation. I'm, let the people know what's going I'm on. I'm not going to not have a natural conversation for a bet. <laughs> but <laughs> but this the, is day three of it, so it's still painful, but I got a lot of drugs. Can I just tell you something, and friend? So I'm doing better. What you just described is what I go through every month. Oh, I know. And that's what I was saying. I was like, dang, women, they go through this for how many days? Well, not all women, the... because I have endometriosis. So there are some women, oh. and this is the thing I, I hate a lot of times about when women speak on behalf of all women. Women who don't have periods. Go around talking shit about women who have bad periods, as if they're the only ovaries that or exist. Or even, or even women who just who have periods and just don't have bad periods. Yeah, because I feel like I've gone through um, places in my life where I had really, really, really bad periods, mm -hmm. and I had ones where I didn't. Yeah. So that's I think that that made me feel like a little bit more because originally I didn't have mm -hmm. bad periods. So when I started having them, I was like, uh, this is what I was talking about. Cause oh, I think I, and bad periods are still I, not endometriosis, which is like a level above that. So endo yeah. is basically contraction. So the labor pains that you feel when you have children, most people have it like maybe two or three kids. I have it 12 times a year. Mm -hmm. cool. And the two groups of people who show me the least amount of grace are gay men and women who have good periods. Yeah. That's stupid. Because that was the most painful thing I have gone through. And I'm still going. It's not as bad now. Again, day three. They told me to last for about mm -hmm. seven. I'm still going through it. And I'm on a liquid diet. I can't <laughs> I love that the nothing. chef can't eat. But, I cannot eat. But I will say this, though, that like when you have any kind of pain and it makes you recognize what you might have been judging in other people. I tell people all the time, endometriosis, and this is me giving shout out to anybody who has endometriosis, it is not a character flaw. And so the thing that always pisses me off is when people say, well, you let me down. My body literally is trying to kill me right now. And you're acting like I'm a bad person because I can't stop dying to go to your event. <laughs> that used to always piss me off. Like, this is not a character flaw. I am sick. So that's why I don't ever ask people who are sick to, like, expound or explain. Because there's something kind of demeaning about it at a certain point. Because if they really are sick, it's almost like, prove it. 
Yeah. Prove you're sick enough not to show up, which is why I was like, oh, you're sick, so we're going to pivot. I know. I just felt bad because I know the studio, that it's time and it's money. And so it's a lot of money. I just felt really bad. And I was like, no, I'm going to make it. Or if I didn't make it, at least Blue would know, like, from Latasha firsthand, like, it was serious. Yeah. But, but I'm just telling you, I'm giving all my friends permission. If y'all are ever sick, I do not need the theater. <laughs> <laughs> all my life, I had to fight. I'm so sick. <laughs> just be like, girl, I'm sick. I can't make it. And I'll be like, okay, well, these are the outcomes of you not making it. And we'll pivot. But I will say this, though. I love that the three of us are here because this is the last uh, taping of the entire year. Look at us. Lulu is going away Look tomorrow. Look at us. I'm going away on Tuesday. We're going to be on the East Coast. Jeffrey, you, you refuse to come to the East Coast because it's cold. It's cold. I ain't doing it. Understandable. You don't miss us? You're not going to miss us? Y'all live here. I will see y'all. <laughs> but it's the holidays. We're going to spend two-thirds of us at the holidays together. You know, Sundays. You know what, Jeffrey? That's brunch. fine. That's um, fine. <laughs> we're going to be Jeffro gone. DeMaio, 24. Oh really? That's God. all the way in May. Okay, you know so what? We now. do want to give Lulu a moment because in the car ride over, Lulu told me that she had a praise report. Ooh. Oh. We're gonna make, we, she wants to make this a thing where we have praise reports. Because I always ask you guys, do you have anything to shout out? And y'all be like, nah, just a regular day. So maybe if we call it a praise report, y'all will think of something. It's like I, I pitched a praise report because I do think that we, we always need to take space and like say like good things that we hear. So this is a thing about saying good things about black men. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I intentionally well, didn't. Well, Oh, okay. We did, I intentionally didn't ask what the praise report was about. So we're all both walking in blind. Hit it. Yeah. So um, we, I went to a Lions bar. I am a Lions fan because I'm from Detroit, obviously. Big D. And so my brother was able to find a Lions bar. A Lions bar. If you are an NFL fan and you don't live in a city that, you know, your, your team plays, it's nice to find a bar that plays your your game and especially like for for example for us on the east Co excuse me on the west coast they're not going to play too many detroit games unless they play the chargers or the rams so it's nice like to go to a bar with a bunch of like-minded people who are actually rooting for your team you don't have to like go like in cheers there and, like yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyways we i go with my brother and like two of my girlfriends we were there and there was another like tall like good-looking guy a black man and I felt like he was giving my friend some energy. Ooh. So he was getting ready to leave. And so, like, he was engaging with us because there is only, like, a small – it was him and my brother and two friends were the only black people there. So, obviously, we're going to be like, hey, what's up, da 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 yada, yada, chop it up, whoop-de-whoop. And when he was leaving, he didn't ask my friend for her number. And I was like, what – I was so disappointed. And she, so I asked her, I was like, can I go – Talk to him, tell him to give you, like, see what's going on. And she was like, because I was like, why don't you, I don't want to say her name. I keep stopping myself from saying her name because she was like, bitch. <laughs> but so I was like, are you going to, you're not going to, and so I understand, like, she doesn't want to approach him per se to ask him for anything. So I was like, well, can I go? And she was like, yeah. So I, I march. Wait, I'll not the marching hands. I march. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have to watch this episode because Lulu's doing hand hand motions. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I march out there, and it's so funny because he's like, there's a white girl like talking to him. <sighs> Maybe I shouldn't say that on the, the pod. Girl, don't self-edit. Just talk. Okay, uh -huh. okay. And so he was like, I was like, oh, maybe like white girl. He was like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, he like basically pushed the white girl. He was like, I don't even know her. Yes. Do you have a question for me, black oh, woman? Oh, wow. Do you have, what, what, what? And so I was like, so why didn't you um talk to my friend? You was in her face for the past three hours. Why didn't you talk to her number or something? And he was like, I wanted to. He was like, but I felt like it wasn't, We like we were all just hanging out and having mm -hmm. fun. And I didn't want to like make her feel 
like out of place or feel weird or anything. And so I was thinking that sometimes, maybe, maybe, sometimes. And sometimes. I sometimes. It's not all the times, but I think that sometimes men internalize how women be like, oh, men are so thirsty. They're on my neck. Da, 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 can't da, just go out and have da. a good time. Yeah. And, and so you know, I can't just go have a good time and make conversation with a man. Mm -hmm. And he thinks I'm trying to, you know, anything. He, he thinks that I was interested in him. I was just having fun and I was just chatting. And so that's basically what he said. And he was like, I would, he was like, give me, I was like, well, I'm like, he was like, give me her number now. Like not even here. She can take mine. Give me hers. So not only did he ask to take her number, he texted her that day. Oh, wow. He asked her to go on a date. That was a Sunday. So that's when football happens. He asked her to go on a date on Monday. Ooh. Wow. And she, she wasn't available. So they went out on Tuesday. And they had a good time. Mm. So I like want to give a praise report about there are black men, not only in LA, but he not only like I approached him like, it, and so that was the thing I was a little leery about. Cause I was like, maybe he was just like, all right, cool. Like, sure. If I remember, yeah, I'll just put it in there. I'm never going to follow through, but he literally texted her that day and then he made an attention and he followed through. And I was just so happy that that happened. I love mm. that praise report. I do want to pull out something very important in that praise report. Sure. You did something small and reasonable. <laughs> All you did was said, nah, she likes you too. <laughs> and he said, I am a grown man. I'll do the rest. Oh, you know, that, I, I love that, that, is, that perspective. Yeah, that's very different that. than the niggas who are watching this who are going to pretend they're him. Yeah. <laughs> She tried to help y'all out, but I'm calling y'all out, okay? Because <laughs> you motherfuckers move different, okay? Uh -oh. <laughs> I'll show up with my titties uh -oh. out, say I like your face, okay? Be all up underneath you, DM you back, hard eye emojis left and right. Nah, I feel like she didn't give me enough of a 100% that she... Yeah, no, no. So she's not talking about y'all. I am gagging. <laughs> she's talking about a grown-ass man who just needed a little bit of a nudge. Right. <laughs> Because the fuckboys like to hide behind men like him. Right. But also, I'm glad that he, like, wasn't just in the bar, like, hounding her all the phone exactly. and pushing the phone and He's a good man like, who's not good lazy. Good man, he's, he's, not a, he's not a bad bitch who wants to be yep. chased like a girl. He's a man who said, all I need is a green light. Just give me the green light like John Legend. Yeah. That is sexy. And also, I, I understand, like, his perspective when he said oh, that. Absolutely. He was being reasonable. Because he was like, we're all just hanging out. Like, she was, he, I felt like he was like, everyone's guard is down. Like, you yeah. know, I have a, um, one of my exes used to say, like, he was like, when I hang out with you and your, your gay boys, he was like, the girls there, all their guards are down. Yeah. And he was like, and I, he was like, it's unfortunate that you don't, you know, feel comfortable. And so I feel like that was... A, a similar experience because the girl I had two girls with me and they're both pretty they're both gorgeous girls and so I think that their guards were down yeah. and so they're we're all just having fun and hanging out so he was like I don't want to ruin it by being like yeah so what's up and she was like dang I'm like there's so many beautiful things in that story the first thing is a man who likes you just needs a little bit of a, of, a, of, a, of a green light he doesn't need you to throw yourself at him yep so please stop posting those memes ladies <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stand it when you could tell somebody like somebody and he's not catching the pressure so now all her memes are like I just wish niggas would say hi to me when I say hi back. I just wish, you know, that if I wore a yellow skirt, you know what I mean? I like you. Girl. I can't stand a subtweet. I post. can't stand a sub post, a subtweet, a sub meme. In fact, I post so many memes just because I think they're fun. I hope you guys don't think I'm sub posting anybody. I'm not. I'm too direct. So yay for him being a grown man, but also yay for you being a tribe of non-haters. Let's unpack that. Because there are some girls and gays <laughs> who will see a pretty girl in the group get an eyes from somebody and cock block. 
Yeah. Girl, you know he too fine. He probably not even, uh, 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 uh. He probably got mad bitches, uh, uh, uh. Instead, you were like, no, girl, you better get your man. Hold on. I'm going to go get him for you. Because I was like, I see, I see like a vibe. Mm -hmm. You're also not a hater. <laughs> so what I heard is a grown man and a non-hater walked into a bar. <laughs> and that's why her homegirl went on a date this week. Yeah, okay. Many of you are, did oh, not show up in that did story. Did she report back about the date? They she have did. Time. And she said it went well. Because it was, like, he was a grown man. Yeah. Like, they had this. a good time. So I would have, I want to report back. She'd probably go, if she sees it, she's going to be like, girl. But I was like, I'm so, I'm so happy. Yeah. And yeah. like the way that it happened. Because like so many women, they, so many women are like, oh, I'm not approaching. I can't. If he doesn't, if he don't. But I literally understood what he said. Like when I approached him. And, and she I still didn't like, approach. She had a woman. woman. Yeah, Cause she was, he was like, I just, I feel like we were all just hanging out. He was like, I don't want to make it weird by being like, yo, you know, I would love to see you again. But like, cause it, I think again, the internet like makes you feel like, oh, all these niggas is on me. I can't be nice to nobody. They going to be on my But own. also too, I'm sorry, but people who walk around like that, they're also assholes too. Like walking around thinking that every human being who's kind to you wants to fuck. And even if they do want to fuck, you can't have a, a three second exchange without making it about that. There's something a little conceited about that. Well, I don't think that that was his testimony. No, no, not, oh, okay. not, not his. I'm talking about the girls who walk around like that. Oh, oh, like, oh, yeah. oh you know, everybody wants this. Eh, eh, eh. Mm. Like, that's off-putting as well. Sure. I think everybody's a little full of shit on some real shit. Agreed. Jeffrey, do you ever find yourself wanting to be a wingman? I might need one. Oh, yeah. I've been a wingman before. How do, how do you... I want to... I like how Lulu does it. I'm, I'm auditioning both of y'all. I'm going to need some help. <laughs> I, have, I have a, a non-praise report. This is her, this is her audition. Right. I'm auditioning. Like, which one of y'all is going to be my wingman? See, how do you do it? though, like, how Lulu, she was there for the interaction. She could see, like, you know, something is happening here. Uh -huh. So, for the wing person, we kind of got to observe, like, mm, is it really a spark or maybe one person... So, I'm at a bar, tonight. titties out, face shining. Baby, and I'm going to send <laughs> everybody away. Well, don't do as they walk in the door, hey, y'all, table number five, table number five. Then they're going to you will be, be speed dating. That's no. what's gonna happen. Did I'm sending them all through that. Lulu, you've been hired because Jeffrey has me for the streets. Jeffrey, wait a minute. What's your height? Okay, let's go. Come on, let's go. Wow. <laughs> okay, so Lulu would, would watch all night and make sure that there wasn't a missed moment. Jeffrey would have me out here for the streets with a sign. We ain't got time to waste all night. How long we sitting at this bar? A whole football game? That's at least three hours. Oh we, my come on. heavens! Look, football games are three hours. They're very long. Um, I okay. So here's my non-praise report. Oh no, maybe I could turn it into a praise report. Yes, I'll do, find. Do that. I'm gonna find a way to make this positive. So uh, for those of you who've been keeping up, Lutasha and Jeffrey, because they're not haters, encouraged me to talk to Shiny Bay because um, I should not judge a book by its fine ass cover. Um, and things were going better. The conversation was still a little trash. I'm not gonna hold you. Okay. But maybe he watched it because you could tell he was trying. He was posting funnier things. Like, you could tell he was just trying to be funnier. That's nice. And more, I appreciate effort. Yeah. I really do appreciate effort. The moment where I knew this was not going to work and it was about to be over before uh -oh. the next episode. Because <laughs> it is over. Um, the moment that I knew it was going to be over was um, he came to L.A. and I didn't find out until day three. Um. Uh, for those of you who do not know what it's like to have grown sexual relations, um, when a man comes to your city and you're the third date call, that means you're the third date bitch. Oof. Cause and last night when we were at the rap shit uh, party, I mentioned it to some because a lot of my guy friends were there. I said, "Hey guys, if you come to somebody's town and y'all been talking for weeks, and you don't tell her till the third day that you're even in town, what that mean?" He's like, uh, "You're not the bitch that I called the day before I left or the day I was there." Yeah. Or when I, I bought my ticket. Right. Thank you. Yep. And I was like, I'm the third day girl. Yeah. So yeah, there's no more shiny bay. And I, the praise report in that is the old me would have complicated that. And the new nice. me is like, this is a simple answer. Very simple. Very simple. 
See, that's progress. Because yeah. I really be like, oh, he could have been that busy. That is a praise report. He had work. He yeah. was, I was like, no, you did not care enough to even know, let me know you were coming into town. Yep. And when you got into town, you didn't care enough until 72 hours into it. Because what mm-hmm. you would say is like, I have a ton of work. And then I'll, I'll talk to you in like a day and a half. Because yeah. I, it won't be too. Right. It wouldn't be too. So it would be like, I'll talk to you in a day and a half because I got a ton of shit I got to do. And then after that. See, that was, ugh, I feel so sad. Not sad because of uh, what happened with him. I didn't like him enough to be sad. Yep. But it, because of the, the energy I invested. There were times where I, I chose him instead of a nap. <laughs> All those naps. Wow, 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 wow. The wow, naps wow. were more fun than the conversation. Mm. Yeah. So, Jeffrey, what's happening in your love life? Because me and Lulu have just shared. Yes, tell us everything. Love life, absolutely nothing. Sorry, dating life. We know that you don't don't do love. Dating life, absolutely nothing. I am not dating, not purposely not dating. I just, in December, there is no one. All all the people who are sniffing around, you, you set them out to pasture? Jeff is yeah. good for that. He's you, good you for always that. have people sniffing around, so let's tell the truth on he this podcast. He always friend. has somebody. Like, mm-hmm. right, yeah, right now, there is no significant anybody. We didn't say significant. We said sniffing. <laughs> Can't help you. <laughs> oh, wow. Is there anybody who's going to watch this episode and feel a way hearing you say that? If they are, I am completely unaware of it. Oh, shit. Ooh, okay, I, if that's how he's answering, is... I already know this is messy. Let's let's pivot to hot topics. <laughs> I, I'm so happy Jeffy is not heterosexual because he would have nine kids. Uh, oh, nine. <laughs> then I really be late. <laughs> <laughs> you think 15 minutes was bad? <laughs> I'll preach out a mother. Y'all sit down and shut up. <laughs> shut up, Jehovah. That was trying to work. <laughs> All right. So speaking of relationships, yeah, we're back in the studio. We did the praise report. Um, I want to talk to you guys about something that was interesting to me. I sent you guys the video. Did you have a chance to watch it? The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. I started it. You told us it wasn't long. And Blue, that video was long. No, the, the premise was the first 60 seconds. If you just watched Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I watched yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Once it was going past like a <laughs> minute and a half, I was like, Blue lied I, to me. I didn't watch past a minute and a half said, either. She lied All to right. me. Like, no. oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I did definitely watch the first minute. I know how you work. I knew exactly when you were going to stop watching. So it's not long. <laughs> you lasted 30 seconds longer than I thought you would. <laughs> so in the Sexy Red video that we're talking about, it's Sexy Red is on The Breakfast Club with DJ Envy and Charlemagne. Shout out to them. And... Just Hilarious was one of the guest hosts. And Sexy Red said, Just Hilarious, you talk a lot of shit about me, so I don't really want to talk to you during this interview. And Just looked stunned and said, but I don't agree with everybody. I crack jokes and everybody. And, and, and she was like, no, you've been saying funny stuff and making little smart remarks. I don't want to talk to you. And the whole interview, you could tell that because she didn't pop an attitude, because she wasn't acting super ghetto, whatever you call that. She was just like, no, I don't like the way you talk about me, so let's not be fake and have you smile on my face now that I'm in your face. I know you don't fuck with me. That's fine. She's like, everybody loves me but you. How about that? And she said it in a very kind of uh, direct, but it wasn't combative. I, like, I noticed that it wasn't combative. It was just direct. And Jess was joking. She even joked a little bit. That moment was interesting because I think had Sexy Red been combative and been on some like, eh, type stuff, it would have been a nasty moment with her. But I think her simply stating, you hurt my feelings and you've repeatedly said funny stuff about me and I don't enjoy the way that you talk about me when I'm not in the room. So let's not pretend that I, that I like you right now because I don't. How do we feel about her having that courageous conversation in the way that she did? Because I'm used to seeing people pop off and be like, and eh, 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 like, you know, Birdman when he was in there, like, yeah, I wish you would crack another joke, mother yep. sucker. Mm-hmm. Or I'm used to people pretending like they don't care and making a joke of it. She very much, you could tell, was like being sincere that like you really hurt my feelings, but she also wasn't being super nasty. Do you think that it was bad taste of her to be that that honest? Or do you think that it was something that um, was admir- admirable? I'm curious. I, I had two thoughts. One, I was like, obviously she's pregnant, so she knows Wusa. 
Let's keep this together. So, I mean, it was That is good. not true for pregnancy. A lot of pregnant women will eat your face. I'm glad that she did because I think people expect her to pop off. But I kind of, I don't know. I missed the days of, where's your publicist? You know what? Actually, I'm not going to do the interview if this person is here. Like, why even do that exchange? You know, give that any momentum. But what's wrong with, with, with confronting the person now that you have the moment? I was really going to say, like, I like that she chin-checked her. And I think that a lot of times people say things online or they say things even on the air, like, you know, back in the Wendy Williams uh, Oh, we era, miss you, Wendy. And <laughs> they keep replaying her, you know, Mariah and Whitney, like, banters back and forth. That was a real argument, like, yeah. that was aired on radio. And I think a lot of times people think they can say stuff and then it's no, like, I hate that Jess was acting so oblivious. She was acting more, that's the thing, Jeff, Jess, Jeff, Jess with an <laughs> S, sorry, Jeff, I was looking into your eyes. Um, Jess tends to act like she don't care. I'm from Baltimore, blah, blah, blah. But I really think that Sexy Red being reasonable disarmed her. Yeah. Yeah. And that she hat was just was like, very it's, distracting. I couldn't stop looking at that hat. I was like, Explain the hat to the audience. This big fur hat that Jess had on her head. It was just like, what you, what's going on here? Jeff was oh offended by that hat. No, <laughs> that hat. She was giving that. like J-Lo and um, uh, uh, LL Cool J in that video. That's exactly what she was giving. So you, Lulu, you said that it's cool that she chin-checked her because it harkens back to the day of Wendy Williams. Well, no, I was going to say it, it doesn't hark back to that because I feel like Wendy Williams was one of the few people who used to really come at people's neck yeah, on the radio. Would. But I'm saying that I think a lot of times people are not used to having to deal with their reactions in real time face to face. And I think that that happens a lot because think people think they can say things online or type things online and nobody's going to walk up to them and punch them and slap them in the face like Will Smith did. Like you, you're sometimes, <laughs> Damn, sometimes no, but I'm saying like sometimes like your words have repercussions. Yeah. So yes. Okay. I'm sure you can say what you want, whatever, but it's all good. until somebody slap you in the face. So, like, I think Mike Tyson had that quote everybody yeah. has a game plan until they get punched in the face. Until you're fucking punched. And so, like, that, I feel like that's a thing. And, and obviously, she didn't even punch her. She was just like, I'm not fooling with you. And, like, I think it's great that she was like, I'll come on here, whatever, and I'll be direct. <clears throat> And tell you that mm-hmm. I I I don't like what you said, and like for you to play dumb, I feel like it's even more disrespectful. And that wasn't um, it's called her. gaslighting when you play dumb. And mm-hmm. that wasn't her, but she was like, "Come on, Jess!" Like when she, when she was like, she was like, "What did I say? I don't agree with everybody." She was like, "No, you sneak dissing. Not only do you sneak this, you sneak this on this show. Yeah, like She's like you did it on this exact you show did where we're sitting right now, where we are. And so she's probably like, my people told me to come because she was like, I fuck with Charlemagne and DJ Envy, but she was like, she was like, and I look back and checked that that was another thing because i heard her say that and i was like just you know you be talking crazy and it's it's cool that's what stand you on the ten toes down do. yeah like you should stand on it and be like ah, well you was doing something i, think that's it, I feel like between just and wendy williams yeah you gonna stand on it because yeah. I, I was like it would be different if she was like well she it would be different if she was like well you was doing xyz and that shit is kind of crazy i feel like that would have been a different conversation than like what are you talking what about? do you mean oh my goodness i have a question because I'm, I'm actually a mix of the two of you when i first saw it i was like oh okay this is unnecessarily tense but then when i was like wait pause she's being reasonable she's not yelling and creating an unnecessary uh, ruckus she's actually being a courageous conversation like she's having a very courageous conversation right now which is what i teach on i don't want to be a hypocrite i was like i tell people all the time keep it a buck and be reasonable 
and how people re respond to it. They're allowed to have their reaction. So even if Jeff got mad or upset, she's allowed to have her reaction, but you can still tell your truth without showing your ass. And so I just think it was a rare moment where I thought Sexy Red, despite my initial like, oh, what is this? I was like, oh my God, she's actually in the right. Because Jeffrey, imagine you were doing the podcast and every single week, somebody in the comments with the same name, with a blue check next to it. Y'all need to get rid of fucking Jeffrey. He's the, he's, he's the suckiest person on the show. Why is he even on the show? Like, Damn, that nigga sucks. Well, really that feel. No, but pause. <laughs> but, but, but then imagine that person comes into the show and we are doing an interview with them. They're like, hi, Jeff. You're not going to be like, wow, you like me now? Because you've been talking a lot of smack for the past uh, 17 episodes of the show. I think there is a space to Lulu's point where it's like, keep that same energy face to face. Why not, be, why not keep it a buck? Well, I think that even with, with Jess specifically, I actually do not know. I have no point of reference at all. But I think that Jess probably wasn't even going as specific as say, oh, I don't like her. Da, da, da. She was probably like, Cardi Sexy Red is doing da-da-da. And we'll do Because you know she's just with the mess. She does she all these things. She was making fun of her talking she's about the most romantic. She making fun of her. Yeah. And so that's why she said, you're sneak dissing. Yeah, she is. And so, so she never specifically said, I don't like Cardi Red. She, bitch is whack. Whoop -de -whoop. She never did any of that. But mm -hmm. she was just like, well, Sexy Red is now pregnant. And blah, 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 She also bah, bah. said, Sexy Red said the most romantic thing a man <laughs> did for her was give her some goods that he money. had stolen exactly yeah, stole. and when and when that when that got mentioned she was like yeah it was romantic because he missed his life for me and her face was serious and i was like oh and so <laughs> and, and so but, but that, <laughs> jeffrey's face but that's what i'm talking about and that's what sexy Ray was talking about like bitch i listened to what you said to me mm -hmm. so like don't come in here and act stupid and like it would have been better i feel like if jess was like yeah yeah i think this shit is dumb this shit is wild like yeah. what are you talking about this nigga stole some shit and then they could have had a dialogue and she would have been like, yeah, well, this and this and this. And she'd be like, well, dang, I didn't know that. I think I've just discovered something about Jess that that interview revealed to me. And we have a lot of mutual friends. So, child, it is what it is. I'm going to stand 10 toes down even if I run into her again. Um, when people come at her angry, she's a big bad wolf because she can bully an angry person. Mm -hmm. When people are reasonable, she cannot stand in the integrity of her words when people are being reasonable with her. That is a character flaw. Yikes. If people have to show their ass for you to keep it a buck, but the minute they're being reasonable because you don't know how to be courageous without a, a chaos attached to it, yeah. that is a flaw. And so that's what I saw was, oh, you're only 10 toes down when it's a ruckus. Mm -hmm. But if someone is being reasonable and trying to have an intimate moment of saying, you hurt my feelings. Well, she didn't technically say that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm synthesizing it, right? Because sure. let's be clear. When someone who is pregnant is saying, you be sneak dissing, yeah. and I didn't know you were going to be here, and everybody likes me but you, yeah. and let's not be fake about it, that is hurt. That's a hurt feeling. Okay. No matter how we dress it up, the core is a, you, you hurt my feelings. You're absolutely right. I guess the point that I'm making is like, that is not what they, they're probably thinking, because they're not like pulling it apart the way that you are. Mm -hmm. so, but on a visceral level, had she screamed... For sure. Mm -hmm. No, everything Ten you're saying, down, yeah. everything that you're saying is completely one thousand percent true. Yeah. Percent true. But I don't. But to your point, I don't think Jess has the bandwidth to hear me say that and not want to play stupid again. Mm -hmm. So this is a quick pro tip. This is, this is the last two episodes of the year. If you only know how to keep it real when people are angry and you have to be defensive, but suddenly you can't tell the truth when people are being reasonable, that is a fear of intimacy. Ooh. Mm -hmm. That is a fear of intimacy because chaos should not be a prerequisite for courage. Yeah, see, and I don't like to argue. 
I, let's sit and talk about this. I'm not gonna get loud. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna raise my voice. Yeah. And and that means because you you love intimacy, you just be trying to do some whole shit because you're working through some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> See exhibit B. Wait a minute. How does it go from just to being about me? <laughs> the show's called Humanized. You said you want the mess. <laughs> Jeff with the mess. Jeff with the. That's your mess. new segment, Mister. I want us to have. Okay, we're gonna have a Jeff with the mess segment. No, oh, we don't. No, 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 no. He does. He needs his own shit. Like we're not gonna. No, no, no. We can call it something else, but yeah. I need it to be in the spirit of you giving a fuck about something. Because if you come on the show one more time, like, well, I don't really care about so and so. What do you care about, friend? Y'all. I would love that. I want to really hear that. Love that. We want to hear what you care about, y'all. No, <laughs> no, he don't. Because I try to, to be slick. No, I care about y'all. He's lying because I try to get red beans and rice, and he left out of town. And I asked you again. to. I asked so you Uber to me. We looked you in your face like, on camera. He and said was, was going to give it to me, oh, and I was us, coming me, over there. Pernice, man, we were on camera. We both asked for it. We both asked for it, and what did he give us? Nothing. Air. He left out of town again. That's fine. I was like, Jeff, do you have anything wow. to say for yourself? I have two. I'll have y'all know uh-huh. two. Red beans and rice uh-huh. at home in the freezer. Oh, your house. With both of y'all's names on it. Oh, at your house. Yes. But she's leaving tomorrow and I'm leaving in three days. I was fully prepared. They're in the freezer, so it'll be New Year's beans. What? Okay. You know what? I don't <laughs> You wanna... said you was gonna come by today. Can you still like postmates it to me? I'll pay I'll pay the twelve dollars. Postmates just... still around. Okay. Not postmates, so what you call it? Uh Uber. Uber okay. it. All right, well, guys, let's move on because I feel like the little bit of drink I had. First of all, I gave Lutasha two alcohols. She used one as a chaser. It was. Wait, an what accident. do you mean two alcohols? I gave her a Greyhound. Oh. I and I gave her Bacardi, so, so thinking that she was going to choose one. She used the Greyhound as a chaser for the Bacardi. Child, I yeah. Didn't, um, I didn't know. That's didn't fine. Know. I'm not. I'm not judging it. I'm just. I had a sip, and I don't know how you did it because I'm. I'm just, just sad I can't partake. I mean, the doctor won't know. You could do I'll little, be back in the hospital, so I think they will just know. Just one little, just one little drop. Just no. a little great. Okay, let's let's not have him die on the camera. That's mm-hmm. bad for Oof. ratings. All right, the next thing I want to talk about real quick is Cardi and Offset. Mm. Yeah. So we're not gonna dance on the grave of their relationship. We're instead going to say, number one, are you surprised? I hate this. Mm-hmm. I hate this so much. I was rooting for them. I'm gonna be honest. I was rooting for them. I was also. Yeah. I hate it so much because I feel like look at Jeff's face. <laughs> like, where are we? Oh God, Jeff doesn't believe in love. What else is new? Hit it. Because they broke up before because he cheated. We know Jeffrey. <laughs> so did we think that he was gonna? We stop? were rooting for them. It's called hope. <laughs> hope that we just wouldn't find out. Oh shit! All right, let Lulu talk, <laughs> Mister. I look at Penub. Hit it, Lulu. I can't wait for the Valentine's that Day but, episode. But clearly, though, I, my thoughts were right because here we are. No, no. See, this is what, how invalidating happens. We didn't ask you if you were right, sir. We told you uh, that we were being soft and pink and rooting for love. Accuracy is not the only thing that matters. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, Jeff. we're gonna do you last, Jeffrey. Lulu, how did you feel when you found this couple that we were rooting for broke up? I was really sad. I really enjoy Cardi so much because, mm. and I I've been following her for so long, like even before she was on Love and Hip Hop. And I enjoy like her, um, the genuineness of her. And people say that about her all the time. And that's a huge part of her appeal. Yeah. And she hasn't lost it a ton. Like obviously a little bit, like she has to pull back a little bit because she's so famous as she's progressed. She's supposed to. Yeah. And she's supposed to, and she absolutely should supposed to. So I still feel like very close to her. Cardi always like strikes me as like when you go to college, when you go to college, <laughs> And you play on a sports team and you have people all over the country from all these different um, walks of life. 
and everything and you guys all are together on this common goal and these are not the people that you choose as your friends even though cardi i would pick cardi as my friend but i feel like she would be like the girl from new york who's like at my school and she's never been you know anywhere and so she's just like your friend like the way that she's always presented herself i've always enjoyed that so when she her and Offset were having problems before like I get in and I'm like they have kids and then that makes me think about black women who just not even it's really not exclusive to black women any woman who has tried to make something work with a man who has cheated on her in any capacity I never question like if you are married and have children and you're trying to work some shit out with so your, your husband. family yeah like I I get that 100% so like I don't fall her I'm just sad that I feel like she really tried. She did. And it didn't work. That makes me sad. You know what hurts me about trying is that it takes so much bravery. We were talking about courageous conversations earlier with the sexy red and um, just hilarious thing. It takes so much bravery to be in the public eye and take a chance on love, hoping that the person you're taking the chance on won't embarrass you. Yep. Mm -hmm. Hoping that the love will supersede the ego. 100%. Mm -hmm. And when you take that risk, it takes so much bravery. It's kind of jarring when you know that it could be amazing for two, three years. The minute you break up, the first thing everybody's going to say, well, girl, you should have known. Yeah. There's something like, it's like all that courage, all that courage. It's working, it's working, it's working, it's working, it's working. The minute it's less than perfect, you're being called an idiot in a roundabout kind of way. And uh, and, and that's and that's hurtful because all risk involves that. It's extremely hurtful. And unfortunately, I feel like with Cardi and Offset and all public relationships, people are making judgments on her decisions and their relationship based on having probably one-tenth probably less than that, one-fifth of the 100% of what there's going on in their relationships and how she's making decisions. Yeah. So even before when they were like, well, he cheated before and, and you went back, you don't know what the, the circumstances were like around any of his decision, her decision, whatever. So that's why I never make judgments about celebrities who go back to their spouses after, you know, alleged or actual or whatever cheating incidents, because you don't know, you do, you do not know what's going on in these people's homes. Do we do know though, the people who barely have $300 in their savings account still say they can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's talk about what I know. So there's that. All you people without a pot to piss in, but oh, I love yeah. him, but you want to know why billionaires might have an incentive to stay. Right. I'm so sick of, you know what? Let me stop. It's the alcohol. <laughs> I think I'm so sick of people. Why is everybody pretending to be confused? <laughs> people, there's somebody right now with $17 in their bank account who's like, I told Cardi B's a dumb bitch. Well, she can pay her light bill this week. Okay. Right? Like, and I'm not saying that the poverty shame. I'm saying that we excuse things at the smallest level, but then act confused when they're happening still at the highest level. Yeah. Money just makes you more of what you already are. It mm-hmm. really exemplifies you. Like, it literally, literally it's like your vodka. It, it just makes everything more intense. Yep. This vodka in this drink, isn't it? Oh, it is. Uh, it's vodka in that one. Yeah, this is why <laughs> I feel like I don't really drink vodka like that. Oh, and I'm a vodka. Vodka, vodka makes me so. Here's the thing we were talking about earlier. I think you might have missed it. The reason why I don't drink a lot in public anymore is because alcohol makes me randy. 
makes her Randy? pussy friendly. Randy is a, is, is a her, nice word for her pussy's friendly. Oh, that's what it do to everybody. Don't. No. no. Some, well, some people like to fight. Jeffrey, yes. Yeah, Jeffrey, some people yeah. like to fight. Oh, it, it makes me want to battle. <laughs> it either rap. makes you want to fight or fuck. Yeah, no, Lulu will fight. I feel like Lulu will, will head bump. Right. No, and when I say when I say I look, when I say no, when I say I'm fight, not, I don't necessarily mean physically no, 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 fight, no, no. but like the you, battle. Your head bumping think it's part of battle rapping. No, I don't want to head bump. Because you're about no battle rapping. You're not physically fighting, but you're going against someone. I'll battle rap, but I like I was literally telling Ron because I want to head him sometimes see and my dad my dad t- was telling me that you have to literally headbutt people in a specific place to like properly do it and not knock your own self out can we pause for a second <laughs> just to get the show on track <laughs> and this is how i know that we giving lulu vodka and run at the same time was a bad idea we just said we feel like you might headbutt somebody if you drink too much and she said no i wouldn't but let me explain yeah, to you why said, well, i constantly want to i constantly want to headbutt my, my beloved <laughs> lulu this is like charlie murphy yeah i remember grabbing my feet on, on his couch i've never headbutt him but the desire in you, we can see it. I want to do it, but you I can know, tell. I know I can't. I know I can't safely. You want to fight? I want to fuck. That's why yeah. I, I can't drink in front of everybody. I can't safely headbutt anybody. I've had so many relationships that I think started because we had a lot of drunken nights together that were just so much fun. Mm. I will say this: it doesn't take much to get me tipsy. Yeah, I'm a cheap date. <laughs> Jeffrey, what are you doing? Jeffrey? Not I'm, the sad, I'm, I'm setting up this speed dating thing for you, so I just know. Oh, God, I'm nervous. Give me one margarita. <laughs> Give me two margaritas. No, 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 no. By the third margarita, I have a boyfriend. Okay. No, I have to be careful. So I've done this thing where I only drink around people a lot who I have no, no risk of ever sleeping with or who I have a 100% chance of sleeping with. It's everybody in between that... Uh, I, I don't drink. You don't like to just find out and see what happens. Whoa. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> see, and like now I'm offended because what? I've been we've been totally drunk. So I was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I've gotten I'm drunk with you, right. <laughs> right. Right. if I've gotten Both drunk us. with you, right. I either <laughs> would never sleep with I was you, like, or I totally would. Yeah. What's wrong? I was robbed. Yeah, you guys are safe. We want to have sex. <laughs> right. <laughs> we want to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> we want to do it. But so please. my question is, do you guys have any? like safeguards around alcohol because of that because it really does give me the fanny flutters um i just personally i still drink but i don't drink a lot i'm more you know we're in california so i'm more of a 420 guy yeah but, but you have a high tolerance for and me. also because i drink slow like i will literally have a red cup and be drinking the same thing all night while the ice melts Lulu, i'm gonna skip this question you don't drink slow i saw i saw how you started <laughs> i do not but it doesn't make my fanny flutter so really it doesn't you yeah it makes her head but we just already oh, yeah, went no, no, i was yeah, gonna say battle yeah. rap Battle rap. Lulu, mm-hmm. battle rap battle is rap coded is language. Fighting. I have not headbutted anybody The ever. word battle. Yeah, Lulu. <laughs> the word battle was in it, and I need you to recognize that we are your friends and we love you. No, I, it doesn't make me. I, I feel like there's this narrative going around. What's the narrative? That I am, want to physically accost the were last you, episode, you, you body slammed a man, and this one that was wasn't the last episode. Sorry, two episodes ago, you talked about body were slamming a man. you sober when the body slam happened? One time. Were you sober? Were, Were you, you sober? sober? No. Okay. okay. So if you have gotten tipsy and but body slammed many, your boyfriend. Jeff, you huh? know me for uh, several years. How many dudes have I body slammed? Lulu, that's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> that is, mm, if that's I the bar. I could body slam a lot of them. Okay. You tried to body slam our producer. You, I did not. <laughs> Jeffrey, earlier before I you came in, when I asked, I was, I, like, I was I like. I could body slam him. This would not even. Nope. 
Kaden. <laughs> okay, look at me. Look, look, look at yeah, me. Um, we're, we're, we're not going to threaten him. Just, I didn't threaten him. I no, said in my heart. You literally said that you like to, what's the word, size up people. I do. That is an act of and fight. Say, yes. Yeah, it's a preemptive act of fight. <laughs> yes. fight. Lulu, I need you to understand that you've been telling on yourself this entire she episode. She a kitten with a switchblade. Right. <laughs> That's a cancer. Cancers are kitty yeah. cats with switchblades. Meow. <laughs> 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 they lure you in all oh, cute and cuddly. Shake, 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 shake. Stab, 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 stab. <laughs> okay, the show has a got off the rails officially. <laughs> but, uh, Jeffrey, let me tell you, the way that she slowly walked towards the producer, she was like, what's, what's your name? How tall are you? Can I guess your weight? And she's like walking slowly you know what towards she's doing? it. I've talked to Tasha this. You have when you walk into a room. <laughs> A search of dominance. Yes, she is. I was like, and mind you, I'm in the corner watching this, and I'm looking, Kaden, we love you so much. I'm looking at him like, let me know if you are in danger. <laughs> no. He said blink twice. Kaden, it wasn't like that. <laughs> Lulu, Lulu, that's not, you cannot talk to the witness oh. during the trial. <laughs> this, is, this is how Nino Brown works. Right. No, tell him I didn't mean to hit you. Tell him I didn't mean to do that. Tell him. No. Okay, so you guys, we have some uh, uh, questions and answers because we did a Q&A in the, um, my stories that we were supposed to do two weeks ago. Didn't do it. I'm happy we're doing it now in person. I'm going to be asking you guys some of these for like the next 15 minutes before we pivot and do part two. Yes, guys, we're doing this as a two-part episode. We're not doing... <laughs> The entire time. This story is expensive, guys, okay? So we're doing it as a two-parter as Jeffrey continues to drink his Pedialyte. Oh, we're just going <laughs> to pretend that that's uh, vodka or something. Yes. We're gonna All right, so part. we're going to do a Q&A based on the questions that people have been asking me for us through uh, my Instagram. I'm scared. <laughs> the first question was, I already answered it. How are things with Shiny Bay and the rest of your roster? The roster is a lie that Jeffrey uh, Smith Jr. Uh, created in the last episode. There is no roster. And <laughs> look at Jeffrey's face, fix your mm -hmm. face. Talking to two men at the same time is not a roster. Mm -hmm. that, that, Starting lineup. Well, no. Well, now there's, there's. What is it? Three or more is a roster? There we go. Two is not a roster. Two is a bitch is confused. Okay. So there's no roster and Shiny Bay is gone. Next question. Oh, this could be, this could, was for me, but I'm going to ask it for all of us. Are you still part of the kink community? I am not a part of the kink community. Have either I think you? everybody's a part of the kink community. I'm not sometimes anymore. what you think is quote unquote normal could be. No, very no, I'm clear about how kink works. I'm living that vanilla life right now. Oh. Well, what's the criteria? For things that are considered in the margins. So mm. here's the thing. I did it backwards where I, I started off with kink when I started having sex. Like I went straight to like, I've been a virgin for 20 years. I want to fuck everything. Like I just, <laughs> I went straight there. So I started off with kinky. And as I get older, I've been like, bitch, you are not that kinky. <laughs> you were just, uh. you were just nosy. So one position that I realized that I like now, because I, this is going to be oversharing. I like missionary more than I thought. I used to never like missionary. Okay. But when you're sleeping with somebody that you like. <laughs> so there's a. You want to look at their face. This is how late I am yeah. to the party. Yeah, look at Jeffrey. Oh, so you used to hate it. It's just no, like, yeah, we're, I, not, we're not doing it at all, or we just I thought it was boring. Oh, okay. Like, I, I, want, I want to do some weird shit. I want to have my that's leg not, up in the air, do yeah. all types of weird shit. So you weren't having orgasms, though, then, huh? No. Yeah. Oh, well, by myself, I was. Yeah, but not with the dick. I, well, the ones that come off with the lesbians, I was. <laughs> Straight uh, men were the last ones to finally give me an orgasm. Oh. Mm -hmm. It takes y'all, damn, y'all look oppressed. Okay? No, it's sad. It's sad. I hear it all the time. It's, it's very straight, sad. Yeah, I, as a pansexual person. Yeah, as a pansexual person who slept with every iteration. I think I've slept with every iteration of, of including asexuals. Because asexuals can sometimes still 
once in a while have a whatever I did in that sexual person. And so I will say that the group that had the hardest time giving me an orgasm was straight men. How often did you and the asexual person have sex? We didn't have sex um, one good time. I was uh, like, okay. I can't do this. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm floating against the, the wave. <laughs> right. Like everything makes you freak out. I can't do this. Uh, yeah, it, it wasn't It wasn't great. Um, lovely person though, lovely human. Sweet girl. Um, I mean, I don't even know what the pronouns are anymore, child. Uh -oh. Everybody be switching things up. I don't want to get in trouble. So you guys, are, neither one of you has ever been a part of the kink community? Well, Jeffrey already said that he's always a part of the kink I community. Feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm always a part, but my kinks may not be as kinky for others, yeah. but, you know. My new kink is intimacy. <laughs> no, seriously, my kink these days. Don't is look me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, this is a praise kink. I didn't realize I had a praise kink. That's a new one. Are you listening to Kirk Franklin while you fuck? No. <laughs> wow, not wow, not praise wow, from wow. church. Oh. You're going to hell, friend. <laughs> I thought you were. <laughs> no. A praise <laughs> kink. I was about to say help. No, a, a praise kink Please means that somebody who's affirming during sex. Oh. Because when I was oh. when I was in the, see, you need to work through some Wait, stuff, Wait, well, give me, an, give me an example. <laughs> when, I, when I was younger, I, when I watched too much porn, because you know me we've all talked about this all of us had sex starting at 18 and after so as later bloomers who didn't have sex in high school mm -hmm. and i was watching lots of porn dirty talk was big i used to, I used to do porn porn like um, porn i used to do phone sex not porn <laughs> i used to do phone sex and so talking dirty and seeing how nasty i could get was something that was like a fun thing for me mm -hmm. so i never had someone speaking kindly to me during sex because sex was supposed to be nasty it is yeah and i had a lot of fun with nasty sex until somebody that i was in love with was really kind to me during sex. And I was like, what is the like, difference? Example. What do you no, mean? I'm not going to share too much. Well, you don't have to say what they said to you, but give me an example of what you mean. Because you see, I thought you was having sex with Kirk Franklin. So I want to be very I was clear never having sex with Kirk mean? Franklin. <laughs> Jeffrey needs to stop creating rumors for me. Okay, <laughs> Yolanda, Yolanda Adams. That's what, Okay, no. <laughs> so what is, what is the question, friend? Like, what is an example? Not your personal experience, but what would be an example of praise kink? Um, a, a really common example of praise kink is someone claiming ownership while they're fucking you. Like, this is mine? Yeah, stuff like that. Oh, that's dirty talk. No, no, that's dirty talk, but I'm saying that's the entry point. That's a common one, but then it becomes more affirming. Same like how, how how beautiful you are, how much you mean to them. Like there's a way to do it where it's sexy. Like I'm not I'm not gonna. That's what I need. I'm not doing that on you here. Were, come on, you were a phone sex operator. Lead by example. Yeah, phone sex operators don't work for free. <laughs> Put this part on Patreon. No, 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 no. <laughs> we we will have a Patreon, but no praise kink is one of the things I realized. It wasn't even the words; it was the sincerity. Mm. When someone does, it doesn't have to be a lot of praise, but when somebody is in love with you, I'm gonna have to Google this because it just sounds too. He said, "I can't soft. fathom." I don't this, even listen to R&B when Google I have sex. The idea like, of people being in oh love and fucking—you need to Google that, friend. Sex is supposed wow. to be nasty. You can be nasty and in you love. You can be nasty and love. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Because like, maybe said, I have not me done girl. it. No, because I'm he saying maybe not I me no, girl. Because maybe I've done it and didn't realize it. But what I'm imagining is that we'll, we'll talk offline. Have you ever had sex where you were clear that someone was deeply in? love with you and you were there every day. Several times. Yeah. I can answer that for you. Yes. Him. Anything that you say that is not typically dirty in that moment is feeding into a praise kink because they end up saying things that are very intimate and revealing to you while they're fucking you that they might not be saying every day on the day and day. No offense. And this is about straight men. Part of the reason why I finally had my first orgasm with a guy was he was not sharing how he felt about me day to day. But when we were fucking, suddenly everything that he thought, everything that he it's felt. It's like, you're so beautiful. Um, like just like I really like I'm genuinely like, asking need, for like examples. I think you should give him an example. No, I, I, again I we'll, talk, we'll we'll talk I, offline. But I, I, like, I think I, I might not share more than that offline either because that was personal shit. But no, I, no, like, honestly, yeah, but like I, I really want to know. No, no, no. I understand what Jeff is talking about yeah. because like I feel like um, I went through transitions with people who you know I've been involved with, and I understand what you're saying. And so like I understand like how that 
translate. And so. Do you have an example then? Yeah. Hit it. I feel like my boyfriend's going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> and you talked us about to give us an example of a praise king. Can you uh-huh. No, like, but I, I think that for me personally, and uh-huh. every woman is different, obviously. Go for it. But I think that, like, it's good to hear, like, my boyfriend. Uh-huh. He does like this. He he tells me how much he loves me, like how attractive I am. How good okay, you yeah, taste. Like I said I love you. Yeah. Like, 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 you I said good, I love you. Somebody tells you how good you taste, or they tell you how good. <laughs> I said that to all these. Whores. Because you were. Okay, Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, did you want on. an example or did you want to keep shitting on our parade? <laughs> you got to pick one friend. Okay, hit it, Lulu. Yeah, yeah, no, like, and so I think that, again, I, I like to be. I like to feel safe and I like to feel like this is an enjoyable experience for a man. And I think that that specific type of thing, like how you're saying, like it, I like it too. Yeah. I like it too. (laughs) A lot of women don't have, and I'm going to say this right now, and this always gets me in trouble. A lot of women who think they like really rough, degrading sex do not recognize that that's valid and they're working through some shit. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women that I know who have gotten therapy or just work through their shit however it made sense for them because therapy's not the only way you work through your shit, right? Therapy's a privilege. Sure. But most of the women I know, once they hit their late 30s and they've worked through some shit and they're being nicer to their friends, they're not always angry at work, they just feel more settled in their bodies, suddenly all that rough and tumble fuck me up, please fuck the, the void inside of me until I can't <laughs> yeah. feel anymore, all that shit goes away because the thing that you were working through through sex has been worked through. And now you're like, uh, I want to feel like I'm gorgeous and you're one and only and the sun rises and sets on me. Like, sure. So I do think that there is a direct correlation that I've noted that a lot of people, that the more comfortable they are with intimacy, the less they need the rough. It's not saying that the rough doesn't exist, yeah, no. but they don't need it with that same hunger. Because when I was first started fucking, I was in a lot of pain and I wanted sex that was going to make me feel something again. I was numb. Yeah. And sex had to be rough because I had to feel something. I feel things all the time now. I don't need you beat my, my shit up. So could it, something. could it sometimes be in a situation of it's not what you're saying, it's how you're saying it? Because you could tell somebody Absolutely. you're sexy or, you know, yeah. you taste good, but depending on the way you're saying it, because no, no, they're real all nasty very, they're all very or masculine. real loving. No, it's always nasty because I'm there's, a little nasty. There's levels <laughs> to this shit. There's levels. There's levels, but here's the thing. No matter how somebody says it, when a man, specifically, I'm talking about men because we're talking about how I finally got an orgasm. When a proud man feels so consumed by love that he can't keep it to himself during a moment that intimate, I have never experienced anything like that. And it's kind of ruined me for fuck boys and casual sex. Cause I usually used, I used to always think that casual sex was the best cause you could do all these weird things and not have to worry about how you look and you could just go for it. Right. The first time somebody who was in love with me had really good sex with me, it ruined me for casual sex after that. Because now I'm at the point now, I don't need to be in a relationship to have sex, but I cannot have sex with somebody who doesn't like me because I can taste the difference. Yeah. It's like the first time you stop drinking Dasani and start drinking Fiji. Like, well, I can't go back. You see how you made that face? <laughs> yeah. Dasani is terrible. And it's not a morality thing. It's not about, oh, I'm a good girl now. It has nothing to do with morality. I'm too nasty for that. It <laughs> literally just tastes better. <laughs> Yeah. Just tastes better. What do you think, Jeffrey? Because you look like you work with yourself. No, because I'm saying, like, no, I've been in love and I've definitely had, and again, that's why I wanted a clearer example because in my mind, I'm like, well, I think I know what praise sex is because I've done that, but I want to Praise kink. Sh- pay, I'm sorry, praise kink. <laughs> <laughs> praise kink is, but I just wanted to make sure, like, we were talking about. Now I'm hearing Kirk same. Franklin in my head. You ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard from Kirk Franklin. If he ends up being Ooh. the picture for the praise kink episode. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. There's that. Lulu, do you have any fun? Well, I will say this though, Jeffrey. You understand half of it because you're still working through feelings about some of the people that you've been in love with, right? Mm-mm. You're not working through any feelings about anybody you've ever been in love with? No. 
Well, honestly, I feel like, and I, I I hate to say this, and I hope it don't sound ridiculous. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> nervous when Lulu says stuff like that. But, like, I feel like men, and this goes for gay men as well, mm-hmm. they don't orgasm the same way. They don't. So, like, the mental that is associated with a female orgasm is different I agree. for a man. So, Jeff is not experiencing what you and I are He's experiencing. not experiencing it. You're not. Like, I can tell from the way you're talking about you're not experiencing it. We're talking about And so, yeah. like, what you're talking about. Jeff has no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And just like cramps, because remember how you finally know. I've what, experienced it. Now <laughs> that you finally know what my cramps felt. But didn't I, didn't, next time I tell you that I have cramps, you're probably going to have a lot more compassion. Oh, yeah. oh I've been, again, since the first time it happened years ago, I've always been like, listen. I think if a man could taste the thing that I'm explaining, they would they would be surprised. So remember how like Jeff was talking about like a couple episodes ago and he was like, Nope, men, they're not thinking like that. Mm-mm. Nope, mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah, what, no, what it's just. It's, it's well, <laughs> but, but again, and I feel like this is this is the disconnect. This is disconnect. Hit it. This is a disconnect because we just we simply do not orgasm the same way. Yeah. Like they want to say, like, oh, women are so emotional. They just can't handle it. They can't handle having sex being penetrated by a man. It just messes up their head. We are not having orgasms. Yeah, we're not. Mm. We are not having orgasms. I'm sorry for and, y'all. And men are having orgasms. Oh, so all you the guys, time. So you guys are making completely different decisions based on a completely different feeling. A lot of women are not having at all. I will say this. I think the reason why, I think you just helped me unpack that while you were talking. The reason why I will only have sex with somebody who likes me, not just somebody who wants to fuck me, but somebody who likes me, because uh, let's, let's be clear. All three those, are, those are two different <laughs> things. Those are two very different things. <laughs> Jeff can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> we could all make a phone call right now and have somebody want to sleep with this by the end of the night. What about phone it? Right. Finding somebody. I thought you were sick, right? Yeah, you did your hair, now you want to be outside. No, but like, we could all find somebody who wants to sleep with us, but finding someone who wants to sleep with you and really just fucks with you heavy and likes you, that is different. And I think universally we all understand that. I think for me, though, when someone likes you, the sex is different too. Yes. It's just different. Yeah. There's a way that you learn my body. There's a way that you care about me. So the guy, the guy that I was talking to, I told him, I tried to explain this to him. I was like, hey, I'm not one of those prudes who's like, we have to be in a relationship to fuck. Yeah. But we, we, we will not be fucking unless we like each other. He, when I tell you it was long division, he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> but you said I don't have to be your man. I was like, yeah, but you have to like me. And we don't like each other like that yet. And he's like, I don't understand it. But like, I like, I like you. That's why I want to fuck you. I was like, you know what? And I'm realizing that so many men have a disconnect in their mind about thinking that because you want to fuck me, wanting to fuck me and valuing me are two different things. And not like value, value, absolutely. But like, I feel like what you said originally, like, I like you. Yeah. I like you. Do you like me? I want to fuck somebody who actually likes me. That's not, everybody thinks I'm weird. I've had so many guys that I've talked to recently act like I'm asking for marriage. I don't even have to be your girlfriend, bro. Like, what the fuck? We don't even have to be in the same state. You just need to like me. <laughs> I've had so many men obsessed with me, and it's not because I have sex. Say that again, Lulu. Look in the camera. Okay. I've had some. Hit it. I've had so many men <laughs> obsessed with me, and it's not because I have sex tricks. Oh, sit up. But you do. <laughs> I, I really don't. Like, I, I feel like I probably, like, I, I'm, I do all right. <laughs> okay, hit it, Lulu. But, but no, like, I really think... A lot of most of the men that I like, I date, they just enjoy me. Exactly. They literally enjoy my company. They like my personality. They think I'm funny. Like they literally 
like they me. They like you. They like like me. Yeah. And you're well, the one so who intimately like, said, don't date somebody who doesn't like you. And so, mm-hmm. like, that is the reason why, like, I am very successful with men. Like, women be like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Like, he sent me this. this. Like, I, I want to tell another story. So, one time I was dating this guy. <laughs> and it was a guy I dated, like, a a year ago, so long, long ago, long, 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 long time ago. We have for time. We this has to wrap up in ninety seconds. Isn't long, it? long time ago. Yeah. So I was dating this guy, and we stopped dating. And so we were going to his friend's birthday party. So I was like, "Yo, can we can't can you come pick me up? We have not. We're not dating anymore." He was like, "Sure." So two minutes before we get, he gets to my house, he was like, "Hey, I'm like two minutes out." He was like, uh, I have the new girl I'm dating there. And I was like, okay, whatever, sure. I don't care because we haven't been dating for like two years. And so I get in there as this white woman. Sorry for all white women. But I feel like he only put us in that situation because it was her. And then she like cornered me later. She was like, is there something going on? And I was like, no, there's nothing going on. We're, we're super cool. And we're just friends like at this juncture in our life. But I think that he's still like, we were still friends. Like, right. because we had like this baseline of friendship. And I had that with like probably every single man that I've ever dated, not every single one, but probably <laughs> like a, a high percentage. And so with that being said, I don't have like sex tricks and I'm not like doing all this thing. I don't have a BBL, but a lot of <laughs> niggas fuck with me. <laughs> like, See, I, and I, me, oh. No, I think you might have some sex tricks, but go ahead, Jeffrey. I was going to say, meanwhile, I'm having what I call hate sex with somebody. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just want to point out that earlier in the episode, Jeffrey said that there was nobody, and now he's talking about how he's Yeah, because it's sex. not romantic. You like, see how he... Is boy right. math is different. Right. Boy math is walking <laughs> in here. No, no, no. no, no. Let's talk ask, about boy math. Let's talk about... No, 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 no. You didn't ask. It's also boy math. You didn't ask. Oh, no, no, was... semantics. <laughs> let's talk about this. So the key ways that you know you're dealing with the fuck boys, number one is they play semantics. You have to ask a very specific question just to get the basic truth that they know that you meant, right? That's the first thing. You have to be specific. Number two, if you say... Y'all saw what I did, right? And I did it on purpose. I said, are you not talking to anybody? Is there anybody sniffing around? And is there anybody who'd be upset to hear the answers to question one and two? He wouldn't be upset. Because we are literally... I need y'all, I need y'all to understand how boy math... Oh, hit it, Jeffrey. Go back to boy math. It's just literally like... Hate sex. Yeah, like we... We argue a lot. Even like when I'm, I'm talking to my friend, I'm like, oh, so and so is gonna come over. Cause I'm like, we name so and so is gonna come over. Is the boy you told me about like, Thanksgiving? Probably. And oh, yeah, like, I hate him too a little bit. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, why are you invite him over there? Y'all just gonna end up in an argument, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, we not. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be Y'all chill. Y'all keep arguing because, and fucking. Because the issue, like, the thing is, we know, I know what you're coming over for. Uh, and so, sure enough, comes over. The night starts very pleasant, <laughs> but surely enough, we start <laughs> arguing. Like we are literally arguing, and I don't Ooh, even they know were how arguing we about got their childhoods. Here. They were arguing about their <laughs> about their childhoods. I don't even know how we got to the like, argument. They argue about everything. It's I, not even like current shit. And then it just <laughs> what you goes, mean you only had a, a two wheeler? I had a three wheeler. But then it goes into just great sex, and it's like, all right, I'll see you next time. And the next time, like clockwork. Hey, how you doing? We we'll get into an argument, and then it just. This is a great way to uh, wrap up this episode, Praise King, because (laughs) I need y'all to understand the the boy math that's taking place, uh, the girl math that's taking place. Uh, Lulu is in denial about her sex tricks. Uh, Jeffrey's still in denial that 95% of the brain's activity scientifically happens in the subconscious <laughs> that he thinks doesn't exist. 95% friend. It wasn't even close. 
Huh? 95% of your brain activity happens in the subconscious. And he's also single, not dating, has yeah, nobody, single, but is frequently dating. having hate sex with someone. <laughs> I, that's just... I, I Ooh, won't watch my mouth. You know what? <laughs> and I think me and Lulu had a draw because she said Jeffrey would talk about it in seven. I said three. He did it in four. Um, so yeah, whatever it is, what it is. I will say guys that we are going to take a small break and by a break, I mean a week for those of you who are watching. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. Actually, no, let's answer one last question. Kaden, just one last question. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to end on hate sex. Yes. Um, let me see. What's but it's the next? so good. Right. <laughs> I don't ever, you, you're working through some demons, friend. You're working through some demons. Well, that's the only person that I'm having hate sex with. The other one is pretty normal. I, I, I stand by what I said. <laughs> okay. Um, what is your favorite comfort food? We're going to end it on a cozy note before we pivot to episode two. Mm, it's a tie. Can I get both? You are so fat on the inside. <laughs> it is as a plus size woman. I want to call you an honorary plus size woman. <laughs> he is an honorary. Cause you cook like an auntie with big arms. <laughs> you, the way you'd like fried chicken is very precious. Like it's, it's like you're every, every fat black girl stereotype lives within you, which is why the fact that you look like this is wild to me. <laughs> It's colitis. It's, it's, it's the colitis. <laughs> right. Natasha told me today, she's like, ooh, friend, you're going to be skinny. Right. It's the colitis. All right, I can't eat seven days. My what, two. what are your top two favorite comfort foods? Jesus. Cinnabons and chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. That is fat It as has fuck. to be cookie dough, Jesus not just chocolate Christ. chips. Chocolate chip cookie dough. It's key to my I just heart. got diabetes listening to that. <laughs> wow. All right, how about you, Lulu? What's your favorite comfort food? I'm I'm not really good with well you know what you know what I really like my mother makes this great bro broccoli casserole that I love. Mm. This is the same Lulu who hates fried chicken and her favorite comfort food is broccoli. <laughs> it's casserole. It got mayonnaise in. Oh my heavens! Yeah. All right, so you want to talk about uh, yin and yang? <laughs> we got Fat Girl Sally <laughs> and Richard Simmons over here. Okay, so you want everything raw from the bakery, and she wants broccoli covered in stuff. Wow, that mm -hmm. no pressure on me. My favorite comfort food that I did not realize was my favorite comfort food until my old roommate who had seen me through several bouts of depression had this food waiting for me when I came to visit her. And I was like, oh my God, how did you know that I would want this? She's like, because whenever you were sad, you would buy it. And so I was like, oh, so my favorite comfort food is fresh cut strawberries and Nutella. Because whenever I, I would be depressed, I would clean my room, get some fresh cut strawberries and Nutella and some like fresh flowers and pretend mm -hmm. I was in a hotel room. When I don't have money for luxury, I just pretend I have money for luxury. <laughs> I love that. So I, strawberries and Nutella and like a bubble bath is like yeah. my comfort. It is my cinnamon. Y'all see, I always, whenever I get my cinnabons, I post it. I only buy them by the pack because I buy them in six. And I This man buys cinnabons by the pack. Six. I buy one cinnabon and cut it in fours and uh -uh, eat it throughout I the week. I freeze them individually. That's the way to keep them. Friend, the fact that you don't have diabetes Last yet. Last time, hate sex came and stole oh one, but gosh. it's fine. Oh, my gosh. So, me and Shiny Bay are no longer talking, but you're still sleeping with hate sex. Yeah, because it's good. These nicknames <laughs> will be the death of me. I love nicknames. So, your boyfriend is Master Splinter. Yes. The Master person who Splinter. never got to be my man is Shiny Bay, and your current concubine is hate sex. Well, on that note, thank you for this, this first uh, episode called Praise Kink. I'm saying it several times so I don't forget. You guys, ooh, please... Ooh, ooh. Please join us next week because we're going to be doing part two of this episode. And in this episode, we're going to be doing basically the rest of your Q&A. So if you submitted questions and you've been curious about if they would get answered, please join us back. Please subscribe and follow us um, at the Blue Centric page on YouTube, Humanizer Blue Toulousma on all the platforms. Please follow Jeff and Lulu. Give them your deets one more time, guys. I'm on everything at Jeffro5. That is J-E-F-R-O-5. 
And I'm Lou underscore Lou one nine on Instagram. That's all I get. And I'm still at Blue Centric. You know where to find us. This has been a fun part one. Um, part two, we're about to get into uh, into the thick of it. It's going to be good. All right. Until next time, guys. We love you. Please be gentle with yourselves. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for being a good sport, Kaden. <laughs> Kaden is sick of our shit. He is so sick of us. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Kaden said, I just can't it was like it. watching a panther slowly approaching someone. I was like, why is she walking up to him like that? <laughs> I wasn't like I literally, that. no, you don't Kaden, know what you look like. Kaden, did you feel attacked? No, no, Kaden is gracious. I'm talking about the optics. <laughs> Neither of you could see it. I'm the only one who was watching it. From your vantage point. Oh, from my vantage point, it was like something from the National Geographic. <laughs> I can't speak on third person. Yeah, it was third person, honey, it was stunning. You're like, so, how tall are you? And you just kept walking slowly towards him. I wanted to touch him then, but I was like... No. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid.